Hello and welcome to Comedy Club. We're back again this week. That's right. Many weeks in a row now. We're starting to set streaks here. And we're, we're, we're starting to get into our, our uh, schedule, and then once E3 arrives, it's going to be a nightmare. Hitting that grind, baby, let's go. Yes, I can't wait. Um, as always, I'm Hunter Davenport, joined tonight by the illustrious Frank Stretson. Well, thank you. I've never been introduced so wonderfully the il- before. The, il- the illustrious, the, <laughs> the undefeated. <laughs> what am I undefeated in? I don't know. Being awesome? That's right. <laughs> Defeated myself earlier. Oh. Damn straight. Uh, so what, what a wild week in news we got going on here. Like We've had some great news game announcements going on this week. Something I'm experienced there. Things are starting to pick up. Activision's being Activision. No shocker there. Yeah, but that's they're, that's only going to last for so long. And then Big Daddy Phil Spencer's going to come in and be like, none of that shit. Yeah, we'll see about that. We cover some well, yeah. crazy games later on, and then we talk about what our uh, games of the week might have been, how what we've been up to, what we've been playing. Yeah. Let me tell you, 343 Industries, you're a bunch of horny boys, we'll get into that later. I have a game I've been playing this week that you'll never guess. I cannot wait to hear about it later. It's going to blow your mind when I tell you. Awesome! Well, let's get right into that news, and our first uh, subject this week is, of course, Activision! Being Activision! Yeah. See... I have two minds of this. One, it sucks, and I they're being absolute scumbags about it. And the other thing about this is they're only delaying the inevitable. So in case we haven't heard all around is that fact that Activision it has a subsidiary called Raven Software. Mm-hmm. Their QA team has been on strike for the past seven weeks. Uh, yep. Because a bunch of them are about to get laid off for no good reason because Activision is being Activision. Mm-hmm. They're making lots of money, and all the money is going to Bobby Kotick because he's a scumbag. Well... They're like, hey, we're going to unionize. And Activision's like, ha, 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 how about no? We don't, we don't want that. We don't actually want that to happen. So what you're going to do is we're going to actually move all your team members into other portions of the company. And there's not really going to be a QA team anymore. And therefore, we're just going to say to hell with your unionization. But they're like, you know what? How about, how about no? How about no? Uh, so, you know, we are now the CWA. We're going to come together, work together here. Uh, we're going to fight against this whole reorganizational nonsense because that's a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Activision came back with, like, well, we don't really recognize your union, so we're going to make it so you have to go to the uh, National Labor Board to get the election approved. And then we're going to have the entire company vote on this because the hell with your you little union that you're trying to form. And it's like, how anti-union can you be, Activision? At the same time, though, do they really think that vote is going to end well for that, do they think that people, majority of people are going to vote against a union? That's a very good question. I don't know. Because here, here's my... This is just me spitballing here. Um, I don't know if you know this <laughs> about Activision, but the last year or so... Oh, let's, let's say the last five years at Activision. Sounds like it's been pretty fucking rough. Um, I don't see anyone in this company... Uh, voting against this, and if they are, they should be, like, investigated. <laughs> oh my god, I know. So, they're just talking about, will Raven Software unionize? Will this be the first major studio within a studio, within a studio, because the, yes. the umbrella that is Activision Blizzard, I, soon to be Microsoft Activision Blizzard King? I, I honestly believe that I think this is gonna bite them in the ass. You'd hope that, right? So, Raven Software is made of, it says, roughly 350 employees. The QA team is probably a ma- that's a big studio too. Like that's not that's a, that's a pretty good. That's size nothing studio. to sneeze at. Obviously, not the thousands upon thousands that goes into you know. Yeah. Some of those other studios, major publishers, and that. Yeah. But it's still a small subsection. Like, hey, we'd like to unionize. You know, QA should unionize. QA never makes enough money. They're, they're, they're treated like shit. A lot yeah. of times, they're paid in gift cards. By the way, don't know if you knew that. Ooh, those are some good good news reports came out last year. Yeah. That was some good stuff. Hey, Rockstar, get better about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking nuts um that qa testing is paid the way they are when they immediately like shit when shit like uh cyberpunk 2077 happens um they just kind of get shit on for no reason uh you know uh i don't know i to me this feels like activision trying to delay the inevitable damage control um and I part of me wonders if they're hoping that this will take a year to like get this election going, and then they'll wipe their hands with it and it's Microsoft's mess. 
Which is not necessarily a good thing because Phil Spencer is doing a whole lot of side talk about, oh, well, yeah, we'll see about what this yeah, happens. But I, I don't really recognize unions. I don't really understand unions. Mr. Phil right. Spencer over here, Mr. What, Game what, CEO. You ne- everyone needs to disregard anything Phil Spencer says right now because he legally can't say shit. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. We all want a boogeyman to point at, but he can't say anything. We like you're you're bashing your head against the wall when legally he can't say anything. Like it's just it, this is Activision's problem right now, not Phil Spencer's. Like it's. Uh, well, Promise he said this two years ago too. Well, three years ago now as well. So the exact same thing. Yeah. So unless the Activision Blizzard deal has been in process for three years now. Well, again. You gotta understand, he can't say anything. Like in in the context of this, he can't say shit. And I and I feel like people are looking at him for answers, and, and like they're getting upset because he he can't give them. And it's like, I I'm gonna be real here. It this union thing is probably gonna happen whether Phil Spencer or Bobby Kotick or anyone in the industry likes it or not. Um, it's at this point the way things are going. I don't know, like. A lot of a lot of devs are being treated like shit, and they are not silent about it anymore. Yeah, like tired of it. Who to blame them? Rise up, my friends. Yeah, like, take reins. You cannot recognize unions all you want, but like eventually, there's gonna be a lot of unions, and it's not gonna. And you being against them is not gonna look good. Yeah, we'd hope you'd hope that the game industry as a whole would be like, hey, we should all unionize. We should just all support each other. And come together and work yeah, for better pay. Frank, we live in a society. Working conditions. No, we work. <laughs> yeah, we live in America. Well, that's a society. That is a society. Yes. Joker brain. Um, <laughs> uh, sad times. Sad times. Yeah. Yeah, it's just disappointing to see. Uh, I mean, it wasn't really surprising anybody. Activision was going to grind their feet against this and make it last as long as possible and keep yeah. pushing their anti-union rhetoric. But you're just kind of hoping that you know a little a little ray of sunshine is going through, like maybe just. Just maybe, but it's like the term, you're like, okay, villain, you're not going to be so bad, and he ends up stabbing you in the back anyway, yeah, like, at, at the end like, of every episode. It's like, uh, why do I keep thinking it, this is going to be different this time? Like, it's going to be a fight no matter what. It's just, it is. That's just the nature of the beast right now. Like, we've, we live in a very litigious society. We, it's like, it's, it's just, it's going to be a fight no matter what. Do you think all these anti-union workers and executives that Activision Blizzard hired, do they think they survive the murder? No, they don't. I don't think so either. Because honestly, anyone who's anti-union at Activision Blizzard right now, I'm ge- I'm kind of guessing they're part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. I mean, Francis Townsend, there's no way she survives this merger. No. Uh, Valsato there. And oh. There's no way he survives it. Because the, the people... whole team that has to answer to Phil Spencer... The whole Activision Blizzard leadership yeah. is just going to be blown. I don't honestly. I honestly see uh, who's the guy that the guy who's basically like the the face of Blizzard. That's always like that was like a actual like serious World of Warcraft player, and now he like basically runs World of Warcraft. Oh, Mike and Barra. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna make it. That's entirely possible. Like, the, I honestly foresee a lot of restructuring. Like, it's I could see him saying, I. I I Cause guess because he, he's also former Microsoft. He is. There's that. But there... I don't. I just. I. I. I don't like personally. When I look at Blizzard as like, if I were to buy Activision Blizzard, and I looked at Blizzard, and I was like, hmm, what is our biggest money making thing at Blizzard? Oh, World of Warcraft. What's wrong with World of Warcraft? Oh, this guy. <laughs> They're just going over that sweet, sweet Call of Duty money. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is kind of kind of. I okay. This is a shift in topic a little bit it, it relates to this but like i don't see call of duty being annualized after all these co- contracts are fulfilled i think it will stay annualized i was, I was just thinking that earlier where I, some people think like maybe the campaigns won't be annualized but the multiplayer the, will but it'll like the, it'll be just be battle pass which is entirely possible the pro well, i was talking with this with, with a friend earlier the problem is microsoft needs variety as whereas activision blizzard did not right so I could see Call of Duty being gone for a couple years and coming back as something different. I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, and it'd be probably good, better off. I mean, they probably make more money in the long run doing that. Um, but does it stay multi-platform? That's a big question. Though. That is the that, big that's question. that's where, what where where the question is: If Call of Duty is no longer annualized, is it exclusive? That is, in fact, 
the $1.2 billion question or however much Call of Duty is worth. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating to think about, like, an, a, a world where Call of Duty isn't coming out every year. Um, Maybe franchises just chill. Maybe we don't need a franchise every year. Even, I mean, sports games, ah, that's hard. Because uh, rosters change, and yeah, I understand that. Yeah, that. that's, that's different. I, I, I would like to see more iteration in sports games. Oh, God, um, Madden, you're the fucking worst. FIFA, yeah. you're even worse. Madden's the worst, huh? Ugh. <laughs> um, it's just... Ah! <laughs> we'll talk about it. Um... <laughs> Sorry, Frank's computer just blew screen. Hey, oh! Uh, <laughs> they heard us talking shit about Madden, and it just immediately died. But anyways... <laughs> the ghost of John Madden heard me. My, my point with all this is, I think that this is... Like, like I said, it's going to be a fight. No matter what. Um, Absolutely. It's going to be a fight across the industry. And we hope we see it this start permeating across the industry. Not in just in small indie studios, and not just in the QA yeah. teams and the major studios, but we want to see it happen across, everywhere. Like, every step of the way, QA, development, art direction, writing, all of it. Yeah. See it. There's already a huge writing guild. Why isn't that? Why isn't that? Yeah, I don't writers? understand why that's not a part of games at this point. Blah, the tag after is a whole thing. It's weird. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I think we've kind of beaten this topic to death. I think this topic is going to be beaten to death for the next year yes. until the acquisition actually goes through. Yeah. And then when that happens, it's going to be a whole other topic to go then, through. There'll still be speculation, but there'll be more answers around that time. You'd hope so. Do you think, like, when the acquisition goes through, like, Microsoft's going to start pounding through all these projects that have just been, like, waiting? Yeah, they will. Even, like, Phil Spencer is, like, out in public saying, hey, like, I liked all these Activision games they made, like, when I was young. Like, like well, let's make some of those. And I think I think that's a smart idea. That's a great idea. Um, What's your favorite Activision uh, property you'd like to see come back honestly, from the dead? like... Off the top of my head, honestly, Spyro. I want to see more Spyro. I love Spyro. I think Spyro's great. Um, yeah, like, what happened to Spyro after Skylanders? Right? Oh, uh, they made that remastered, tr- the the remake, and then they stopped making them. Um, uh, a lot of that, I think, was due to um, kind of not knowing what to do with them. Uh, I'd also like to see Crash come back, but more, more, I'd like to see more of a reinvention for Crash. Oh, wasn't the last one done pretty well? It uh, was. So Crash, Toys for Bob, right? They did the yeah. last Crash Bandicoot yeah, game. The, uh, really well received. It's about time. And, yeah. And I really like that game, but like it, a lot of the, my issue, my I do have issues with it. The main one being, it doesn't really feel like, it feels like I'm just playing another Crash Bandicoot game at times. Yeah. And I kind of want to see new things from Crash. Um, But also what interests me about the merger, I don't think we talk about this, is the idea of them uh, different studios able to use uh, different IPs that Microsoft now owns. Right. Um, like Raven Software could totally make a Fallout game, like a first-person shooter type thing. Yeah, that'd be great. And I think we'd all be cool with that. I, I don't know. I just, I look at this and I understand the negatives. Um, I don't necessarily agree with all the negatives. I think there's uh, some sensationalization of what, what a monopoly is, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Sorry, folks. This is not quite Monopoly, but it's, it's, just, it's approaching Monopoly. It's, don't get me wrong. It's on the road, too. Yeah. Like, we're on, like, four exits before. Yeah, but, like, it, it we're not there yet. I think y- you gotta kind of chill on that when, until when we get there. Um, like, if Microsoft suddenly buys up EA and Ubisoft, then it's like, okay, now we have a problem. Yeah, then it, then it becomes, okay, well, they clearly need to stop doing this. And when Tencent buys Sony, it's like, all right. I honestly, like, I, I don't know if Part of me wonders if Tencent would ever even try to do that. Oh, probably not. I, I, part of me wonders if the SEC would allow that too, because of the weirdness with like the Chinese media company owning Sony, and like being in this giant market. Right. I think it's. I think there might be some weird politicalness of that. Uh, I don't ever see those two companies merging for a lot of historical reasons. Yes, <laughs> that too is probably going to be an issue. Yeah, but doesn't. Um, Isn't Tencent own five percent of Activision? Yes, they have some sort of stake in it, but yeah. I, I part like they don't own majority. So I wonder if they're no. just getting if that is a thing where they just get a cut of the profits and get to listen to market calls. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, 
fun stuff, fun stuff. I don't know how that shakes out, but um, yeah, I, unionization is good. We need it in the industry. More unionization. Um, and here we are to pivot. So apparently this week was, hey, we're trying to hire people for our games week in the industry. Because uh, we saw a ton of big announcements come across Twitter and the gaming sphere as a whole. And it's like, here are all these projects that are being worked on by these major companies. Come work for us, even though we have very little information for you. Well, the, a lot of that is because it's hard to hire right now in the industry. Um, oh, is it? I understand. I wonder uh, why. I wonder yeah. why it's so hard yeah, to hire no, in the industry right now. Especially at Blizzard. Um, and, <laughs> and to a lesser extent, EA. I don't know the, the work culture, culture at EA. I know someone who worked at EA, and he didn't seem to have many complaints about it. Um, right. But he was he wasn't making games. He was in the monetization department. Of course, of course. <laughs> which is which? When he told me that, it blew my mind that that existed. I was like, of course that is real. Was, was he on FIFA Ultimate Team? I think he was. Ah! I think he was. <laughs> he, he didn't tell me because probably it was on our NDA. He didn't tell me what he was working on. But he was like he's like, dude, I like I, I work with my transactions all day. I'm like. What? Our hearts out to those people who uh, had dreams and then they started working for these major corporations and those dreams were dashed so they could pay the bills. Yeah. You, you aren't being paid nearly enough, honestly. We pour some out for you. Yeah. But um, the first of which I saw was the, the, the three new Star Wars games that are coming from Respawn. Of all places, Respawn. Okay, so Jedi Fallen Order was a huge, huge underground hit that came out of nowhere. It's a fantastic game. Two years ago. You know, it's a born... Best game. It's very good. Great story. It is. Combat was pretty dang good. I enjoyed it for the most part. Honestly, it was my first like real born or souls born game, I should say. Because they tricked me. They tricked me real good with that game. They did. I was real excited about it. And then the, everyone's like, oh, combat's kind of hard. I it's fine. Just... And then I started playing. I was like, I've been bamboozled. This I is, think, this is honestly, a souls born game. This is going to be a hot take. This is going to be a real hot take, and I'm, I'm apologizing for all the hate ats I'm going to get. Uh, Don't apologize. I think the Souls combat in Fallen Order is kind of unnecessary. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Because, like, what does it add? It adds nothing. That's just the combat system they decide to go with. Yeah, but it adds nothing to the ge- like anything in the game. Like, it's a Metroidvania. It, like, the Metroidvania stuff is way more interesting. Like the, I didn't find the combat particularly challenging or exhilarating. Like it's just like I just have a stamina bar, and I was like, "This is it." Like, I mean, it's got the parry system. It does, but I, again, you could do that in a like straightforward action game, and it would be the same. Eh, you can't really do that level of parry system. I think you. I think you could. You could. I've played a lot of Devil May Cry. You could. Uh, yeah. Oh. But see, that's a lot more action oriented versus combat oriented. Yeah, and again, I think it. It's just a thing of, like, I don't see the appeal of adding Souls combat to the game other than we really like Dark Souls and we want to put it in the game. Like, I think you could argue it as, do you want action-y combat or do you want simulation-y combat? And with I a think light? Let me ask you this. What would you rather have with a lightsaber? I mean, I always want more Force Unleashed in my life. Exactly. That's the kind of game I want. And I thought that was what I was getting with Jedi Fallen Order. And, and I, I was wrong. Again, I want to preface this by saying I like Jedi Fallen Order. It's a great game. That combat though is not whatever like it's not what people like about that game at all no great environments uh really good storytelling a beautiful oh. game incredible looking oh so good looking yeah like insane i wonder if they have an upscale for ps5 they do Ooh. they have an ex- upscale for xbox series x too and I've, I've played it a little bit and it looks amazing i might have to just do story mode and not just crank through yeah it. it's awesome oh uh, that game's good mm. oh god the ending of that game was yeah. Oh wow, that Which was Which so makes good. me really interested in the sequel because, like, what do you, how do you follow where, that? Yeah, where up? do you go from there? Yeah, like, how do you do? What happened? Just pull a halo and just throw the guy in cryo stasis until you need him later down Ex- the spine. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, Jedi Fallen Order Two is coming. Maybe by the end of this year. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Probably not, but yeah, maybe. <laughs> That'd be my guess too. There's I no would way. say we've November. seen absolutely nothing about it. I. The fact that they, they're hiring for it makes means it's not this year, dude. <laughs> what if they just, like, shadow do it like Nintendo does? Like, oh, hey, here's Jedi Fallen Order 2. Here's some gameplay. If we see some gameplay, there's a good indication. Yeah. If we see something more than just a cinematic. But, like, okay, here's some gameplay. Here's cinematic. Uh, comes out in three months. Here, like, I'm sorry, what? Here's the thing. Every company should do that. Uh, yes, they should. I like, that is the smartest way to do it. Because then we don't have cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> Or Diablo 4, or Overwatch yeah, 2. Oh, God. Metroid Prime 4. Those, I, I'm convinced Overwatch 2 doesn't actually exist. Bayonetta 3. Oh, 
That one makes my heart hurt. It a does bit. hurt a bit. Overwatch Two does exist though because the Owl League used it. They played matches in Overwatch Two. Yeah, but they could have just put like a different overlay over Overwatch <laughs> One and be like, "This is Overwatch Two. Well, like all the heroes play different or something. Yeah, if I remember correctly. But anyway, I'll play Overwatch Two when it comes out. I'm just not convinced it's real. I don't care about Overwatch at all. It's not my thing. I like I watching it every once in a while. I like Overwatch. It's fun. I don't ever want to play it competitively because, like, playing Valorant compet- like seriously made me want to, like, yank my teeth out. <laughs> and now you're playing Destiny. Actually, I've taken a really long break on Destiny because I got my Wish Ender bow, and I'm like, I'm going to wait till Witch Queen comes out to go back. Smart. Yeah. Very smart. Because yeah. you can burn yourself out on the game. Yeah. So, I know. So I know I'm, all too well. I'm kind of cooling on it. So... Destiny 2 gameplay is so good. Can you imagine if Bungie, if Destiny was still under the Activision Blizzard umbrella right now? And oh, yeah, we'd joined have... joined up with this nonsense? We'd have uh, Destiny on, on Xbox only <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Destiny would come back to Microsoft. Oh, yeah, th- yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Bungie would be, like, a Microsoft, like, owned company. Again. <laughs> well, they weren't owned, were they? That was just a licensing deal. No, because they were the first Halo... Yeah, but Studio. did they own Bungie? Because because before Halo, Bungie made um, Marathon. Marathon, and that wasn't a Microsoft game. No, but that was a very very long time ago. Long time. I don't I don't know the full story. I don't know if they're. I'm pretty own. sure Bungie was a Microsoft Studio. Maybe. Uh, it, hey, if you know and you want to correct us, that's askcomicclub@gmail.com. Um, yeah, because then they broke away from Microsoft. Yeah. Activision bought them, so they started making Destiny for Activision, and then they separated from Activision, and now they're their own studio again. Crazy. The smartest thing they've ever done. But can you imagine? <laughs> okay, so Microsoft just owns three of the largest first-person shooter games in the world. Yeah, the, the three largest, like, service games of all time. Three of them, yeah. That would be pretty crazy. I'm including World of Warcraft on that list, too. Oh, that, Jesus. Because, like, that game is he- still he- It's not as big as it used to be, but it's still huge. It's not top three anymore. No, it's not, but it's still, like, a massive game. Yeah, yeah, where hundreds of thousands of people are playing it. Yeah. Kind of. (laughs) Ish. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, we were talking about Respawn and Star Wars games. Yes. Um, But the surprise news was that Respawn is also making two other Star Wars games at the same time here, or collaborating on them, which was a huge surprise. Uh, one of them is a FPS by the uh, creator of Medal of Honor, by the way. I don't know if you ca- caught that. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a first-person shooter being led by former series producer of not only Medal of Honor, above and beyond, but Battlefront series. Mm-hmm. The Star Wars Battlefront series. <laughs> Peter you know Hirschman. You know what's funny about this this um, this announcement is it's kind of EA suddenly going, we're not making another Star- <laughs> Battlefront game. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's like, we can't do this anymore. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> we cannot do this. Um, but that's very exciting. Yeah. Respawn, makers of Titanfall, making a Star Wars game. Yeah. Yes, please. Give me that layer, layer of combat that they have in the sweet I move. pilot an AT-AT. Give me Star Wars Apex Legends. Actually, kind of, yeah. You know? like. Yeah. All right, all right, I'm... That level of combat, that swift gunplay, like, in a Star Wars game, what Star Wars Battlefront hey. 3 should be, like, yes, please. Um, and a strategy game, too, by the way. Which is crazy. Yeah. Which, rumored to be switched, but I, I'm i seeing kind of conflicting sources on that. Um, so, a strategy game from a new studio called Bitreactor, mm-hmm. made up of a bunch of old ex-com uh, veterans. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. They basically broke away from Firaxis and are making their own company, uh, led by... Former XCOM art director, Greg Forsh. And I think, what a great idea. Yeah, dude. So awesome. now we've got Firaxis basically making a Marvel game and a Star Wars game. Well, it's not Firaxis. It's, it's Firaxis. It's Firaxis Light. Right. Um, but uh, we're getting two games in the same kind of genre. Yeah, no 1313. No, no 1313 died. A, a Did you see the, the footage that leaked today? Was this the Boba Fett thing? Yeah. No, I didn't actually watch that. Oh, uh, it broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching. I was like, why couldn't we have this? <laughs> it looks so cool. Because EA broke everything. I fucking hate this company. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate EA. <laughs> God. Cannot wait for Knights of the Old Republic to come out. I can't either. It's going to be so good. I mean, speaking of combat, they're going to go with the action lightsaber combat. Yeah. 
uh, wouldn't did that was that was last week they talked about that? Yeah, I think it was yeah. last week. That sounds. About I right. think that's the smartest idea they've ever had. Oh, absolutely! You cannot take that old style turn based RPG and throw it into a modern game like that. Like, it's, it's, it does not apply I, anymore. I I've played a little bit of Knights of the Old Republic. I've never beaten it. Um, it's so good. And I, I'm looking forward to actually beating it when it come re comes out. But like, yeah, this is the smartest thing they could have possibly done. Oh, absolutely! It's like. When FF7 remakes, like, here's our combat. Everyone's like, what is this? It's like, of course they're not going to do classic turn-based combat in a modern system like that. It'd be dumb. The people who are like, I wish it was turn-based are insane to me. <laughs> right, go download your 60 FPS 4K mods on the PC for Final Fantasy VII. Like, there are play there. actual, like, turn-based games you could play. But I don't think what, <laughs> after playing Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII Remake twice... Uh, there's no way that game could be turn-based. No, no way. No way in hell. I mean, you can kind of change the system, the ATB system a little bit, right? You could, but it would. It just would not gel right. It would just be weird. Right. Right. It it's, doesn't make any sense. And I think, I mean, obviously, like, the, the D20 system was very popular back then because Network of Nights was a thing. Nights of the Republic, Nights of the Republic 2, all those kinds of games, the Baldur's Gate games. That was a thing back then, and it made sense for what was available with the technology back then and what was popular. Yeah. It's not the case anymore, Nope, people. It just doesn't... It we, gotta, we gotta evolve, you know? It'd be so slow and boring for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that's also part of the problem. Like, some people like that kind of gameplay. Great. Nights of the Republic, you kind of got the feeling like they wanted to make an action-based game, but maybe they the couldn't. technology just wasn't there yet. I'm just interested in seeing what this game looks like, <laughs> honestly. Cause Give me like, some gameplay. I again, I'm a little hesitant because of Aspire, but at the same time, like if they're trying something new, I might love this. And they've got a bunch of Bioware veterans working. They do, on and that's, that's what part. that's what kind of like makes me like feel good. Is like okay, they actually have people who worked on this game actually helping them. I'm just I'm really looking forward. Like apparently we're gonna have a year of Star Wars next year. Which is totally Which unexpected. feels good. It feels good. It feels good to have Even that. Even though I hate Star Wars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I hate when women are in my... I'm sorry, no. <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, joking. No, no, no. I'm just making fun of people who actually think that oh, way. they're the worst. But how exciting that EA is like, listen, we can't do shit with the Star Wars anymore. Like, we're, we're not good at this. Uh, Squadrons was great, though. That was really good. Squadrons was fun. That was, that was good. But they were like, oh, hey, Respawn, you made this really awesome Star Wars game. Can you do more, please? And they're like, yeah, we got this, whatever. Yeah. Just give us the money. Yeah. I, I, and we'll just start printing Star Wars money man, for you. I just wish 1313 was still coming out. Oh, my God. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad knowing that we could have had that. And they took it from us. We're going to have a new and improved version from Respawn next year. But it's not the same. I mean, it's, it didn't really exist in the first place. It did, though. There was gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but how functional was that gameplay? Uh, it was playing. <laughs> okay, sure. But is it like an E3 game demo functional gameplay, or is it like send home on this game? It was gameplay actually demo? pretty, like, considering how far they got, it was actually not bad. Yeah? Yeah, it wasn't, it was like, it just, it breaks my heart. They didn't make a mold of that game when they could. Ugh, God. Because if they couldn't monetize, they'd get fucked. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, they broke my microtransactions. Well, I'm getting sued by Well, Congress. now you don't have the license. How does it feel, Lee? <laughs> God. How does it feel? They're just the worst. Uh, thank God for Lucasfilm coming back. Yeah, Lucasfilm Games, thank you. Thank you. And they're doing it right by yeah, making us an Indiana Jones game. That'll be interesting. I'm, I'm thinking we see gameplay this year or something. Not That'd be nice. Uh, maybe a CG trailer. Maybe gameplay. Ugh, get out of here with the goddamn CG trailers. Show me gameplay or show me nothing. Oh. It's again. It's hard to hire right now. It's hard to hire. They got to do something. Maybe they should start paying people what they're worth. Then yes, I yeah, think that's a good step in the right I direction. I think that would solve their issue. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hire. What are you paying? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's why. Exactly. Huh? Figure it out. Codic. Ugh. <laughs> all of them. Not just him. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Every single one of them. Especially Codic, though. <laughs> Especially that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. Um, Do you think you'll see Star Wars Eclipse gameplay this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think we will see another... Because, like, I think those games are kind of easy. I won't say easy, because like, making games fucking hard. Yeah. But I think those games are easy to demo. Because it's like, you just, like, you, you get, like, a section of the game, like, look at this! Um, it's entirely possible, yeah. Like, it's It'd be just, great. Yeah. So. And we should see what happens at PAX East this year. 
Yes, I'm actually because like we're getting to a point where like okay, all the games that are supposed to come out this year are going to come out. Mm-hmm. What haven't they shown us? Right. What so. am, What am I going to find at PAX East this year? Yeah. Well, like, what's 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 going to be there? What are we gonna? Who's gonna pull out? Who's gonna stay? Who's <laughs> Who's gonna show off what? I don't. I think PAX East is not going to happen this year with. Oh, it's absolutely going to happen. With Omicron. It's, GDC is going to happen. CS already uh, happened. Again, it's a stupid idea. I don't know why we're still doing this. <laughs> Listen, I paid for PAX East. I'm going to go to PAX East this year. I'd love to go, man. I'd love to go to PAX East. I'd love to go to any of these events, but I am not catching the Ronald. <laughs> I'm not catching the Ronald, guys. We're fine. Every event's fine. Masks are a thing. It's great. Yeah. Not worried about it. Uh, also, wear your fucking masks. Uh, yep. I see too many of you without masks, and it pisses me off. So wear your fucking masks. Uh, yeah, wear your masks when you need to. Yeah. Uh, if you're alone or outside, you don't. Okay, you don't need to wear your mask in the car. I know. I know you're just being safe. You don't need to. Uh, I don't. I don't wear my mask at the store. I. I I'm I, lazy. I've seen people driving around with their mask on. I'm like, God bless you, but like, you don't need to do that. That does confuse me. Whenever yeah. I see that, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like. It's okay. You don't have like you're safe in the car. Sometimes that catches me when I'm driving like from school to school from where I work right now because it's like a mile between schools. Yeah, sometimes but, I'm like, and I'll be the half of them like, why do I still have this on my? Face? I think that's healthy though. It's like I think that's like you've normalized it and it right and it it's protecting you. But um, I do that work out of work. I'm like, yeah, I've got my vaccines and my I don't have my. If I'm yet, going to like a vaccines. gas station, I'll take I'll, I'll leave the mask off. Yeah. If I'm going to Market Basket, mask on. <laughs> Double mask. Okay, well, you're better than I've, I am. I've worked there. I know what goes down in Market Basket. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just living dangerously yeah, right now. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Back on track, though. So, let's talk about Power World. <laughs> no, no, no. We gotta, we gotta catch our other... Oh. Our, um, the other big IP that was revealed. Well, not really yeah. big IP that was revealed. The other company that was like, hey, we're, we're hiring. Blizzard. Yeah, they're... they're so... Um, according to Jason Schreier, like, despite all of Blizzard's problem, this has been, like, in, inside the studio, like, this has been, like, a big thing for them. In fact, they're, like, a lot of the people, even who are, like, disgruntled with the company, are saying, like, this team is making something cool. Um, so, Yeah, they're I mean, making a survival game. Yeah. A survival-based game. And I think that's neat. I, the most surprising part is it's totally new IP. Mm-hmm. Not Overwatch or, or World of Warcraft or the other one, Starcraft. Here's the story. Diablo. Diablo. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is cool. Um, like it, it. Hey, like Blizzard's problem aside, like new Blizzard game, kind of cool. His problem though, right now, is just kind of in its nascent stages. Yeah, because they don't have. And the last time a project was in its nascent stages for a long time, in Blizzard, it died, and, and then it became Overwatch. It became a bad, bad thing. And then it became Overwatch, yeah. So who knows what happens um, this? Is this yeah. going to be Titan 2.0? Is it actually it's become a gonna thing? It's going to be Titan 2.0. It's going to be StarCraft Ghost. <gasps> By the way, StarCraft Ghost coming back. I swear. You it's calling gonna, it? It's happening. I don't know about Raven that. Software. <laughs> Come on, Raven Software. Let's do it. Uh, Raven, yeah. I think it's very surprising that they made this and that was amid all of this chaos. Yeah. Like, hey, we really want to work on this new project. And everyone's like, why don't you work on your current projects? And like, well, we've no, got team you. members on that already. Why don't you stop sexually harassing each other? And they're, they're like, error 404 face. Apparently <laughs> we're going to hear more about Warcraft, Overwatch, and Diablo in the next couple months here. Of course we will. And I'm hoping for good news. Uh, Warcraft 9.2 drops supposedly sometime in March. Maybe. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm just looking I'll forward. When it happens. I'm looking forward to all these students being rehauled because, like, it, it's just it's a mess right now. Um, but yeah, this it's cool. They're making a new game. Hopefully, it comes out. I'm just intrigued. I'm really intrigued by Blizzard making. Uh, yeah. And it's got you know as Jason Chai reports, it's everyone in Blizzard's raving about the survival team right now. Yeah. Whatever it is they're doing, people like it. Honestly, if, if even disgruntled people are like, eh, I kind of want to see what it is. Honestly. Right? Like, show us, show us some gameplay. I mean, you've probably got a whole lot they of can't, nothing yet. Again, Frank, they can't show gameplay if they don't have the employees. They don't have the employees. You're right. You're yeah, right. like, it, it's, like, like I said, it's gonna be a while, man. Yeah, we've all got this picture of a fantasy-ass situation. I'd like to know, like, what the fuck the picture is because <laughs> it looks weird so we got we have a picture of an individual you know what it reminds me of is like monster hunter or like the armor specifically i could see that yeah it's, yeah it's very nature based we've got a, someone wielding an axe they've got a feathery cloak they've got some fancy ass clothes on and there's a rock 
And there's a mirror, which yep. is weird. A broken stone wall with a mirror on it. And it's overgrown, so it looks like a castle that was busted a whole long time ago. Nature took over. Yeah. But it's just very interesting. Like, okay, what kind of world are we going to invest in here? I, I do like the kind of the implication of the armor, too, that it looks crafted. Yes. So, hey, I mean, it's, it's going to be crafting. It's, it's a survival, survival game. game. Of course yeah. it's going to be crafting. crafting. Why else wouldn't you have crafting? Like, I like that. I like that a lot. So we're intrigued. This is a... Put a note in it. Put a little feather in it. Yeah, think, don't don't think about it too hard because you're not going to see it for a while. In about eight months, we'll check in on it and see what happens. Uh, no, eight months, more like a year. <laughs> oh, wait, this blizzard. Two years. Two years. Two at years. Minimum. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's yep. right. It'll be after the acquisition. <laughs> Oof. And then it'll die a bad death and go to a different project. <laughs> oh, my God. Yikes. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. Very exciting stuff. And then... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Pal World. Let's talk about Pal World. What the fuck is Pal World? It's Pokemon with guns. <laughs> it's a survival game with Pokemon and guns. And I think it looks cool. This is wild. This I this game looks cool as shit. I'm sorry. It, it is the coolest thing I've seen in a while. Um, this I'm, is the second trailer that came out for yes, this it recently. Is. And it's expected to come this year. Um, this is by publisher Pocket Pair, which I've never heard of. I think they're fairly new. They've got to be. Um, it's multiplayer. Uh, you know, it's... Oh, they made Craftopia. Okay. What's Craftopia that? is also good. I don't know if you've ever seen Craftopia. It's I like, don't know a thing about it. So it's Breath of the... It's, it looks like Breath of the Wild. Um, oh, so their stick is basically just stealing Nintendo properties and reskinning them? Yeah, but again, like the, it's just... Look, they they make good games. I, I like Craftopia. I played a lot of the the um, the 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 early access version of it. I haven't played in a while, so like I've been busy with other games, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, okay, but that's Power World basically just looks like a reskin, high res version of Pokemon that is just nuts. Yeah, and it's awesome. You gotta go check out the official trailer. It's crazy. I yeah. mean, it starts with a person riding on a bird, flying through the mountains. Like, oh, this looks very <laughs> cute. <laughs> very- then Totoro pulls a, a fucking gun. Gun, Jesus Christ. got a Christ. rifle. Fucking carbuncle there just like shows up on the shoulder oh, with a so goddamn rad. revolver. It's, it's like, cool. what is this? It's so cool. It's 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 nuts. This game is just crazy, and their tagline is even worse. But what is their no, worse? Oh my god. Uh, hold on. Let me just let me pull up this nonsense that is this game. It's not nonsense. It's good. Okay, so Power World is a brand new multiplayer open world survival crafting game where you can befriend and collect mysterious creatures called PAL, yep. Pokemon, in a vast world. Make your PALs fight, build, farm, and work in factories. Yes. She's the means of production, comrade. It's, it's dystopian Pokemon is what this but is. But you look at the gameplay, he's sliding and shooting. Yeah, the gameplay looks slick, but it's also disturbing. It looks fucking cool. He's got a Pokeball! And, like, you can do, like, and a rifle! Running, you can do farming, and, like, all these models are just Pokemon ripoffs. All of them. Oh, well, again, it... Yeah. All of them. It do, it Frank, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> God. Just, you know what I want? Give me Dokevi. Give me more Dokevi. No, I want this. You want? And I want all of it. I want Dokevi. I want this. I, I need to see this. Look, look, Totoro has a minigun. I know. And he's just going to town. It's so good. He's riding Totoro with a machine gun. It's I don't, so good. It's dude. so... You, but, like, there's some horror stuff, like, involved. Like, yeah, Friday, clearly. Totoro's, like, held down to a bed. Look at like, this Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit. I love it. This game makes no sense. Whatsoever. Like Carbuncle slash Leafeon. They're are... in a gun factory. It's great. It's like, what if you take Pokemon, add Factorio, and like... <laughs> they also eat each other. Satisfactory to this. There's like a section that's straight out of MGS5. I'm not even kidding. And like the Pokemon, can, you can also use the Pokemon as weapons. Yeah, it's great. This, make, this game makes no sense. Well, it makes just as much sense as Pokemon does. <laughs> no, it makes less sense than Pokemon. Pokemon has a direction. You saw... Oh, least... okay, so so fighting animals like cockfighting is, ba- is good, but pal- giving them guns and shooting them. <laughs> I said there was one direction. You saw at least five or six different types of games yeah. in there. <laughs> Guess what? It's going to be awesome. Oh, God. Uh... I can't wait. Power World looks awesome. I'll say one thing. The Koreans are nuts <laughs> when it comes to their games. Yeah, I love them. God bless them. Just, I, it's gonna be insanity, absolute insanity, and I don't know how Nintendo doesn't just <laughs> because them. like just because they look like Pokemon isn't grounds for a, a lawsuit. It's I different enough. It's, I mean, it's just close enough. No, it's different enough. They have guns and shit, Frank. 
Listen, that Pokemon FPS thing that showed up online a couple days ago got struck down by Nintendo. That's because it's straight up you're shooting Pokemon. <laughs> Which is disturbing. Which is what that is! That's what the hell world po- is! They're not Pokemon. They're just vaguely similar. Yeah, they're just vaguely similar. Cute little pocket monsters. Like, that's not, that's not how copyright works. You can, you, you, like, if they, they, they don't own cute monsters that you can, like, fight. Well, they even have budget Lucario, okay? They do. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, like... Oh, okay. I love the idea of this being just the brainchild of a disgruntled like, <laughs> like a, a disgruntled Pokemon company employee. Right? <laughs> He's just angry. He's like, "All right, you little fucking shit, you want to play a game?" Oh god, get fuck Game Freak. This is my redemption story. It's time to enslave your Pokemon. Like I was describing this to friends earlier, like this is the it's, fever dream of a high schooler who just came up with it's this concept. Pokemon with indentured servitude. Oh my god. Like, <laughs> It's so cool. I love this game. So if you ever thought of a game, you're like, oh man, I wish my Pokemon had some Five Nights at Freddy's and some MGS. Everything should have Five Nights at Freddy's. And some GTA Online <laughs> and some Factorio slash Satisfactory built in. Like, yeah. this is going to be the game for you. And, and guess what? It is. I'm just really intrigued by the survival aspect of it because yeah. I saw no survival aspects. Well, it's like I bet it's like Harvest Moon type thing where like you... you... Oh, so just throw another thing on top of the yeah. pile here? You gotta build up... Uh, how World Factory become the, the richest man on Earth and then drain our thing, drain the, <laughs> drain the planet's resources and then go find another Power World. Oh, okay. It's, right. a, it's a metaphor. Yeah? You win when you become Amazon? Is that the goal yes, here? Yes, when you become Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, do, I do generally am interested in this game. I can't wait to play it. I really um, want to see this. I think streaming this is going to be wild. Oh, yeah, maybe I will stream it. There we go, a little maybe Comic Club Power World stream. Yeah, maybe I will. I will. Um, yeah, Power World looks great. Oh my god. Uh, so Hunter, tell me what you've been up to in gaming. Like, tell me one cool thing you did. I've been playing a game. Yeah? That no one will guess. Maybe you, since I, I kind of... We kind of alluded to it earlier, I kind of yeah. alluded to it earlier, but, um... It might have understood that you've been playing, uh, the, the football game, the foosball game? I've been playing game? Madden 21. What? what? Because... I don't know. I've just kind of been fascinated by football lately. I think it's a, f- a cool game. Uh, we, can, we can talk about this because I am I am like in like in the football world. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, you got questions? I got answers for you. Like I can I can talk about this all. And day. I started playing because I'm like I, you know I don't know I know stuff about football. I don't know like the, like certain things. I'm kind of fuzzy on. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna play a Madden game and see if I can learn that way. And I have been. So like it honestly, uh, I actually really like Madden 21. Um, maybe it's because I haven't played in a while, but uh, I think the the fact that you can turn off the simulation stuff and just kind of play it like an arcade football game. Oh yeah, it's great. It's awesome. That's how I play it. It's the best way. That it's the best feature they've added. <laughs> is that new to Madden Twenty One? Um, Twenty Two is coming out in March. No, no, I'm saying is that arcade mode new to Madden Twenty One? I think so. I I think it might be. I'm not sure. I'm I. I haven't played any of the others. This is the first one I played since 2009. <laughs> I tend to not touch Madden games about once every five years or so. Yeah. Because it's, it's too much iteration. I just, I don't know. I like... Or not enough iterations. I, I like say, football games. Like, one of my favorite N64 games was NFL Blitz. NFL Blitz, it will be a instant classic. It's, 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 it's so a game good. that is really good, and we've all accepted it's really good. NFL Blitz, you can run two plays and you just win the game. Yeah, exactly. And you just knock people's heads off. God, so good. Like, so violent. The, the the tackle animations of that game are hilariously over the top. It's great. Yeah. The XFL was basically built on, what if we took NFL Blitz and put it into the real world? Yeah. The original XFL. Yeah. And it's awesome. So um, good. So good. Well, hey, that's cool. Yeah. You look at, look at you playing some Madden. Maybe you'll uh, implore me to play some Madden at some point. You know? Yeah. I could, I, maybe I'll get back into it because I haven't touched Madden in probably a couple of years now. And I bought like... 19 because I got it super cheap on set or something. Hey, hell yeah. I played it for like an hour maybe and got bored. I, I like, I like, also like the presentation in the Madden games now because it's just like, do you like football? Here's a bunch of football bullshit thrown at your oh face. Oh my god, pretty much. EA, it's in the game! Um, but yeah, I'm becoming a jock. Um, no, 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 you're becoming yeah. a virtual jock. A joystick Nerds. jock. Yeah, I'm a joystick jock. It's funny, like, watching Madden tournaments, they just use the same play over and over again. It's wild. It is. And super boring at the same time. I, I've, I, uh, one of my favorite streamers is S-Fan. I don't know if you're familiar with ODK. Like, they're world, mainly World of Warcraft, but S-Fan will play Madden for the most, like... I don't know. Because he's a big football fan. 
Um, and like, it's just fun. It's something about it is just captivating. I don't know. I really like the game. Um, that was a good time. Like, if you just sit down and like, just do like a, a franchise mode for a little bit and go yeah. through your seasons, like keep winning. Like, yeah, this feels great. I yeah. love it. It's fun. It's it is slick gameplay. It is, and it, the plays are well varied, and like you always feel like you're doing well. Throwing the football feels good. Feel, throwing the ball feels good. You know, what feels even better. Just Intercepting touch. the ball. Yes, it feels. <laughs> The interceptions in the game feel amazing. I mean, ball hawk. Why? 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 Ball hawk. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. The game's good. I genuinely like it. What else have you been up to this week? Um, I, I finished uh, Destiny. I, I finished my Destiny Two kind of run for now. There you go. By get, finishing my Wishender quest, and I got it, and it's the best bow in the game. It's fucking awesome. What makes it so special? Uh, you can see through walls. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can see enemies through walls. But can you shoot through the walls? You can't. But uh, it, it does make a difference because, like, it. I don't know. It's probably been a while since a lot of people played Destiny 2. But, like, a lot of the way the levels are designed, is there's lots of cover. And, like, it's hard to, like, gauge how many, like, uh, fallen or, like, the, the hive around you. Yeah. So it is really nice to be able to see how many are around you at all times. Um and also, it uh, it does a lot of damage. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's great. It's a good bow. I remember when bows were added to the game. People were like, "What is this?" And like, they were really great. It's, actually, they're still great. Yeah. <laughs> God, the gameplay for Destiny just feels so good. It's like, awesome. I'm I'm like going back in my head right now. I'm like, oh man, it just feels so good. I can just feel the move in my head. How quick and how fast it is. How good the gunplay feels. And I think, oh, but the game is just a massive grind. Never mind. Let yeah. me take a step back here. Yeah, I think how I'm gonna play is just kind of. Focusing on exotics and stuff. Yeah, I think it's smart. It's yeah. smart. Like I played a couple of campaigns. They're then they're good. It's just like I don't know enough of the story or care much to. Campaigns are great. Yeah, great storytelling. Yeah, I just need things to fill time for Elden Ring gets here. That's basically my current thing. <laughs> February twenty second, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, and Arceus comes out on Friday, so that'll help too. That's right. Arceus and comes out tomorrow. Also, side note. Arceus is reviewing really well. It's reviewing hella well. So, I'm excited. Gonna I mean, play some Arceus this weekend. Are you getting it day one? Uh, are you a day one Arceus player? Probably Saturday, Um, because of, just because of how my schedule Burr. works out. No, it makes sense. It's fine. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited. I want to give it a shot. I think I will. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't know yet. But I'm, I'm in, in the middle of so many other games. I, I am too, but like, it just at this point, it's just me waiting for Elden Ring. That's... Yeah, the I'm next for March mostly. The next three months are going to be insane. So so crazy. Yeah. So crazy. So much going on. And then we don't know what's coming out in November still. Uh, hopefully, I'm hoping. Okay, I'm hoping Hogwarts Legacy comes out in November or December, around that time. You actually interested in that? I am, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna buy it used. I think. Yeah. Just kind of. Cause like I don't know. I just think it's neat they're making it. <laughs> Right, and it's the the story around that game sucks. I'll get, I'll get like the the everything around that is like, but man, I'm just interested in what it, seeing what it is. Because what we've seen of Hogwarts Legacy, I mean, we haven't seen anything for over a year now. I think. Yeah. It looked good. Yeah. In it looks at, cool at E3 2020 20, no 2019. All the all of the J.K. Rowling bullshit aside. Yeah. It looks kind of interesting. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I I like the idea of setting a game in Hogwarts with no Harry Potter. That's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, it's a very interesting uh, concept and scenario to play in. Yeah, so I don't know. I'll probably buy it used. Like I'll pro- I'm buying Star Wars Eclipse for used. No, no, no problem. Or I can just borrow your copy when you get it. <laughs> yeah, I feel called out. Yeah. It's true. I'll it's just borrow true. your copy probably when you get it. I will more than likely get that game. Uh, after I see some gameplay. Yes. Then maybe we'll see. I'll yeah. still do it. Let's be real here. I'm such a sucker for Star Wars games. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but anyways, Frank, what did you do? Man, I have just been enjoying my time away from games as a service. Oh, it's been so refreshing. Oh, yeah, nice. So, so good. So I, I, well, to jump back, I have played some Final Fantasy XIV this week, but that sweet, sweet main story quest line, mm-hmm. I'm on the tail end of the Stormblood um, storyline here. So I'm in the, I went from the 4-4 to 4-5 patch here. So I'm like, I'm in that pre-pre-Shadowbringers. Hold, hold up, hold up. This is still a game as a service. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's why I said, let me I, jump I, back I, in for a second. I, I just I, I just want, I just wanted you to be... be <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm 
want you to be aware of what you're saying. But um, it's storyline. Like, yeah, actual yeah, storyline. No. I'm not just here for the grind. I, I get I get that. I just, I just wanted to make differentiate that for the listeners. Yes, they, they know. They, they know. They know. But my friend said, he's like, yeah, there's about 50 hours of storyline per expansion for Final Fantasy XIV. Like, that's... It doesn't even feel like 50 hours. That's a full game. Yeah, that's a full game. That's a Skyrim. That's a Skyrim right there. And that's before the post-patch content. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at right now. See, my only problem with Final Fantasy XIV patch content is at that point, I just feel like I'm playing a walking simulator. I've mentioned this before. But I was literally playing Final Fantasy XIV the night for maybe 90 minutes. And I think maybe three minutes of that, I was actually walking around doing something. I was just watching cinematic after cinematic after cinematic. And they were gorgeous. And the storyline was great. But I'm like... Am I watching a movie or playing a game right now, guys? Can we make a decision here? <laughs> it just felt like Final Fantasy being Final Fantasy, which is fine. I understand that. Storyline's very rich. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> give, me to the, give me to the gameplay. Give me back to the gameplay. That's what I want. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in pre-Shadowbringers right now, so I'm very looking forward to seeing, you know, once I finally jump yeah, into the Shadowbringers expansion, yeah, what comes next. Because I keep being told that Shadowbringers was the best expansion storyline. It has a banger soundtrack. Right. Amazing soundtrack. They all do. It's yeah. incredible. So I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, what else? I jumped into Horizon Zero Dawn. I finally started yeah, that game. Nice. With the uh, 4K 60 FPS upgrade on the PS5. So I have a question. Is yes. Maybe I, I want to confirm whether or not I'm insane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do not like the traversal in that game. I think it's kind of boring. Just the running around? Yeah, the running around. The kind of like getting from place to place is kind of boring to me. How do you feel about... Like, how far are you, first of all? I am about you, to cross into Meridian, I Okay, think. so you're not, you're almost in a second. How do you feel about getting from place to place? It does feel a little slow. Yeah. But I think they really try to encourage you to override a strider and yeah. ride those around. Yes. But, but I, there's also fast travel. That's there the is. thing. There is. But uh, this is okay. <laughs> I have to defend myself because now people are gonna think I'm cheating on this game. Well, I don't know why you hate Horizon Zero Dawn so much. I, uh, I don't. Um, this is my issue with this game and Ghost of Tsushima. I don't. You do not be shitting on Ghost of Tsushima, I swear to God. No, I. I have my issues with that game, but I won't. I, I don't think it's a bad game by any means. I think it, there's just a lot of issues that, that kind of hinder my enjoyment. Um, he's wrong, folks. Mister Abbott, he is wrong. Just keep going. That's fine. That's fine. I think I just don't like when games are like, look at it, look, go around, look how pretty this world is. Like, I, I just want to get to the point of the map. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so that's just a different kind of game that it, you're yeah, playing. Yeah, it's that too point. slow okay. for me. It's like I wish, um, there was more faster traversal other than the Striders. I feel like even the Striders are like not. Well, man, the Sega have the game for you. Yeah. Sonic I, Frontiers, baby. He's so fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> How would we catch him? I, the crazy thing about Sonic Frontiers, uh, I'm sorry, I keep going on tangents because I, I, I. This is what you do, Hunter. We're used to it. It's fine. Because my, my current job basically into, like allows me to um, read articles and like listen to podcasts a lot in between doing stuff. <laughs> But, um, apparently Sonic Frontiers is getting, like, a lot of internal praise. Like, it's people, really are, good. people are praising this game. I'm like, damn. I, I cannot wait to see some gameplay from this. Like, they actually did it. <laughs> Listen, if you can take the Sonic Adventure, like, Dreamcast gameplay and put that into an open world format and make it fun. Yeah. Is I, it win for a formula? I don't I understand do, the problem. Everyone's like, oh, it's Sonic. I'm like... I don't hate Sonic. I just hate Sonic games. <laughs> is that, like the character is kind of like I like the design. I think I I have childhood attachment to Sonic. But there's some there's some really great Sonic games out yeah, there that there have come is. out in the past five to ten. And years. I feel like it drives me nuts when people don't recognize that. You know, it's just I think it's just become the culture now to shit on Sonic. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, it's like because there was a really bad time there for a while. There was, and it was it was a long time. Like it was it was majority of the time. I mean, hey, do you like Sonic the Black Knight? <laughs> I don't like Sonic and the Seven Rings either. Uh, Sonic Color is great. Sonic Color is awesome. Or like the Sonic revamp they did a couple years ago from that like fan team. Like they oh, killed Sonic it. Mania. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. they killed it. Fantastic Absolutely game. killed it. It's just Sonic's cool, guys. I'm sorry. Sonic's pretty baller. I'm not a furry. I just really like Sonic. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> also, the Sonic movies helped a lot too because those are great. Yeah, the Sonic. Or, Sonic movie. The Sonic is great. movie is good. I still have to watch it. And anybody who says it's not and hasn't seen it is wrong, Connor. 
<laughs> I just haven't seen it, but I need to watch it. Yeah, I you really should. Want to see you it. should watch it. It's really good. Because once again, that's like it's like prime Jim Carrey. And how can you not love that? Honestly, it's one of my favorite movies of 2020. <laughs> hey, uh, that's what's up. <laughs> not gonna lie. That's awesome. It's pretty good. All right, all right. So okay, so Sonic Frontiers is gonna give you the traversal that you want in open world format because you can be able to get over fast. Yeah. But that the, that begs the question: How big does the world have to be for a, <laughs> that Sonic for... game at that point? I mean, it's not a question of world. It's how big are... Because I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be zones. I'm sure there'll be, like, an Arctic area. You think it'll be, be, like, Monster Hunter Rise yeah, slash Xenoblade where you have, could, like, special areas? It could be. I think it'll be, like, hub worlds. So, I, I can see that. I can see that. And that gives them room to make bigger areas that if it's yeah. not all interconnected. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... I don't want people to think I'm shitting on a game because, like, I really enjoy a lot of aspects of Horizon. I really like the story and I think a lot of the um, the like the game's gorgeous like it looks good it's absolutely beautiful and if you have not played the PS5 upscale of it it's um, even better like the story and like sort of I, I don't even hate the combat the combat's kind of fun I like, enjoy shooting at a weak the spot the combat can be frustrating it can sometimes. be it can be <laughs> like but, I'm trying to fight the stalker right now and that's yeah, difficult I, I enjoy just the, I, I enjoy parts of that game it's just the traversal is what killed it for me that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But it is. I am having a lot of fun. The story is very good. Uh, yeah. It's really drawing me in. I'm like, ooh, what's this whole? What's the mystery of how we got? How did humanity get to this point? Because it's a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. What was in between? I want to know that part. Yeah. It's like you're going around, you're gathering it. Like Aloy's got the special focus and learning new stuff, and it's all special. And I cannot wait to see where this game goes. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. And then next month, we have Forbidden West. Yeah. Another game. Which I will play in two years. It'll be great. I'll probably play it after Elden Ring some point. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, Horizon for Miss, it's going to be great. It's going to yeah. be huge. Uh, people are going to love it. No doubt about that at all in my mind. We're just, comic club here, we're just like, ah, that's going to be a back burner game for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, once again, I'm playing Horizon Zero Dawn for the first time, and it came out, what, 2017, 2018? 2017. I was still working at Market Best when it came out. Still 2017? Uh, 2017. Yeah. So once again, I am four years behind the gaming industry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Again, th- this, there's a way to solve this, Frank, and it's not caring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, <my> <laughs> yeah, that's the, the ultimate way to st- solve your backlog. Remember, just don't care. Just don't care. Yeah. But uh, on top of that, I had a wonderful weekend last weekend because I was like, hey, my goal here is to play as many Halo games you as are, possible. Th- you are a far braver man than I. And you know what? I started Friday afternoon. And I made it to Sunday, very early Sunday morning, and I got through Halo 1, Halo Reach, Halo 2, and Halo 3 in that time period. Nice. And it was great. Uh, strained my eyes. Pretty good. I walked to the bathroom at one point and looked at my eye. My right eye was a bloodshot. God. How the fuck? <laughs> how long were you playing? Uh, I played a did long time. Did you sleep? I did sleep. I set alarms though so I wouldn't lose <laughs> I had a mission, man. Frank. I had a mission. This is obsessive even for me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I get an idea in my head, I just roll through it. Uh, I've enjoyed my time for the most part. Uh, playing Halo 1, it feels very much like it's, I'm playing a 2,000-era game. It's difficult. It's, it difficult. it's tough. And I'm like, I'm getting lost constantly. The multiplayer in Halo Common Evolve is still fun. Yeah. 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 And it was nice playing the anniversary editions of Halo 1 and Halo 2 because the graphic upgrade is mm-hmm. really nice because mm-hmm. those games are ugly as hell. Yeah. It's funny looking back, like you didn't think they looked like that, but no. now we have comparisons, and you're like, "Oh wow, this game looks like shit." Now. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually kind of funny going through like the world like that and going through the series because I, I did, I am playing chronological order, so I did start with Halo Reach, and it's a little jarring going from Halo Reach to Halo One. You start okay. Yeah, I gotta start with Halo Reach. That's the start of the story, man. Yeah, all right, I you appreciate know? that. That's the first attack of the Covenant on the humanity. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you go. Great game. And you didn't play ODST, my favorite Halo game? I have not played it yet, but I'm going to do that one next. I love ODST. I, I am going to play about, ODST. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. ODST is my favorite Halo game. That's good to know. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it is really good. I missed it initially when it came out because we just never really played it. It's just, it's weird. It's a weird game, and that's why I like it. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to giving it a yeah. shot. Like, take a backseat to Master Chief for now. Because I played through Halo 4 this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished it up last night. Uh, my main question right away was uh, 343. Why are you a bunch of horny boys? Like, what the fuck happened to Cortana between Halo 3 yeah, and Halo 4? Yeah, she got thick. She she became a thick girl! She a thickie. And I was thinking, like, was she playing with the Black Desert online, like, character creator yeah, the whole was. time while she was, like, <laughs> trying to reorient Sir, it? I need more C's. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> why, are you, 
why is Cortana coming out looking like that? I'm like, that's not yeah, okay. It is funny how jarring it is when she comes out looking that thick. And I'm like, what is going on at Bungie? <laughs> what, three, that was 343. Oh, yeah, that three, was a Bungie. Yeah, that was 343. Three. 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 It was like, did that happen as soon as the Switch happened? Or was she like that in... That happened with the Switch. That happened at really? Halo 4. Really? I played the whole series like Halo 3. Great. Halo 4 happened. I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, oh, you're right. No, you're right, because I was like, there is a weird jarring moment where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I, if I remember correctly, when Halo 4 first came out, this was actually an issue that was brought up. They're like, why did you sexualize an yeah, AI? She, she's so thick, I don't get it. it. It came out of nowhere. I was like, what? Why? Why, 343? Why are you so horny at the <laughs> Rule 34 it's, Cortana, it's basically? Up, bro. It's fucked up. And so, like, that whole storyline between her and Master Chief, I'm like, this is just weird... She's a computer program, but she's, like, in love with that. It was weird. The whole thing was weird. It's, it's weird. The ending of that game is weird. The, the game, I... The epilogue's great. great, but the whole, like... Four and five are very forgettable, I think. Yeah. Other than the thick Cortana, because, like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> it, was just, it was just weird. I was, like... <laughs> I was, like, confused about her time? Or just, like, yeah. weird, but I don't know. It was I guess. Weird. I was, like, ah! Uh, uh, like okay, three four three. Clearly, y'all were spending a little much too much time doing rule thirty four stuff. Yeah. But uh, gameplay felt great. Uh, the gunplay four felt really good. So that was nice. Um, I like the powers they give you. Yep. It was like oh, thanks for the jetpack. Let me just skip half a level now. Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. Love that so much. Um, I love the new weapon type they gave you. The Diadec, like, light weapons. Oh, yeah, the Forerunner weapons. The Forerunner weapons, yeah. Those are really cool. I really enjoy playing yeah. with those. Scattershot is the most broken thing in the world. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking nuts. God. But, like, I got to the end of the game, and I was like, I didn't even know. First off, I didn't even know it was the end of the game, because usually you have an escape sequence or something crazy is going on. But, like, you had, like, the Call of Duty ending, like, beat the bad guy with a quick time event. I was like, what the fuck? And then the game ends. It's like, oh, here's the epilogue. I was like, wait, what? Oh, okay, game's over. Great. Uh, I accomplished another one. Super. Nice. <laughs> uh, the game's buggy as hell. It's broken as hell, for yes. sure. <laughs> that was very jarring. Uh, but another thing I want to say is, like, Halo 1, Halo 2, and Halo 3 are just so different in their presentation, in their game, in the gunplay. Uh, Halo 2, especially, I don't know how I suddenly got a Halo tangent here, <laughs> but Halo 2 is, is just such a, a derivative from the series. And it's just crazy because, like, the guns feel weaker. The gunplay is not as solid. It feels a little bit softer. But, like, then they... I feel like... And it's a super... It's the longest of the games. It's 15 chapters versus, the, like, the average of 10 chapters for all the yeah, other games. Yeah, it's, it's crazy long. Yeah, and I think that was the Arbiter back and forth, right? Was that one? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Think, which explains why the game was so long. Cause they're telling two different stories. Yeah. I like the Arbiter. I'm glad they did it. I liked it, too. I, he played a really good part in Halo 3, and I like how they took a step back from it and made a Chief story again. I yeah. like that. But Halo 3 felt really great to play. Uh, it feels like felt like Halo 1. Guns felt effective again. Um, I still hate the Flood. Uh, I will die in the hill. The Flood is one of the worst fucking enemies in the game ever. They're terrifying. They're, they're, like, they're, they're not, not terrifying. They're just terrible. They're terrifying, dude. God. You know what they did? Bungie's like, oh, hey, Half-Life 2 sold really well. Or Half-Life's really great. Why don't we just steal their enemies? That's all it was. It was a Half-Life reskin. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I think they say so in the Xbox Center documentary pretty much. Like, yeah, we literally like Half-Life, so we put Half-Life in there. And it, uh, I mean, from a narrative standpoint, the Flood is fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. It makes a lot of sense. Fighting against them, I hate it. Yeah. I just personally really hate it. It's not fun. It's all random. It's bullshit. Yeah. I hated it. I don't know. So it was like, I was like, please don't bring it back in Halo 4 for the love of fucking God. And they did it. I was like, yes! Forerunner technology I can deal with. That's interesting. Flood is dumb. I don't want to play such a zombie survival game in my first-person shooter. If I want that, I'll go play Dying Light. Yeah, play Dying Light, a game that um, is coming out. Dying Light 2, next month. It's com- I can't believe it's, it's actually coming. It's actually coming. It's happening. It's an- I don't... God. It came out... Two Dying Light games came out for Dead Island 3. Y'all gotta let go. It's Dead not I- happening. Dead Island 3 is dead. Is dead. Oh, 2. Sorry, it's not 3. Dead or 2. Island. Whatever it Dead is. Dead Island 2 is dead. I'm sorry, everyone. I have people who are like, it's still coming. I'm like, it's not. Not on, nah. You, you gotta let go. It's never happening. Yeah, so ODST and 5 are up next on the docket for me. Some more Horizon Zero Dawn and continuing the Final Fantasy XIV post-Storm Blood pre-Shadowbringers. That's that's my schedule for the next 
week or so. I'll be playing Damon Machina because that's free on Epic Games Store right now. I gotta go download that for the exact reason because yes. I think playing on PC is gonna feel a lot better than playing it on the it's Switch. Gonna, it, it's gonna be amazing. I can't. Wait. I'm probably gonna play after this. Actually, right, let's do it. <laughs> um, but I think we're about to wrap this up. Hunter, where can people find us? So you can find us on Twitter at young underscore comedy for me and game stetson for frank hell yeah and we're all you can find the podcast on twitter uh, comedy club podcast you can find us on facebook on instagram uh email us at askcomicclub at gmail.com if you don't like any of our tastes you got some community questions you'd like to ask us or just some general thoughts yeah we'd love to hear from you uh, also if you're listening on itunes please leave a review uh it doesn't have to be five stars if you don't want but if it is uh, maybe i'll read your your Five, I'll, I'll read five star reviews. We'll on do the a show. shout out. Yeah, I'll give you Absolutely a shout out. Absolutely do a shout out. Um, but yeah, if you like the show, spread it around. Um, Word of mouth is very important. We really appreciate it when people do find us that way. Also, if you want to listen to my other show, uh, Phantom Zone, uh, we talk about comic book movies, all sorts of fun stuff, um, horror movies, stuff like that. Uh, Phantom Zone on pretty much everything. I mean, we're available. We're very readily available. Um, and now, Comic Club's on Google Podcasts. Thank the Hunter. Are. Uh, that was a nightmare to set up, and thank you, Google, for me, for just doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised that was that hard. Yeah, it was weird, because like, I, I thought I fucked it up, and then I didn't. <laughs> hey, there you go. So we're on Google Podcast now. Woo! Go find, find us, us everywhere. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, Anchor, everywhere. Just find us. Yeah, go find us. Well, with that, um, you know, God bless the ring. <laughs>